Hey, everybody, we're back. This is NASCAR Radio, episode 169, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val. With me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSA, and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. Logan, how are you today, tonight? I'm feeling like a gambler. That's great. Viva Las Vegas, baby. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully you don't hit the what is it, green double zeros. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Roulette. We have, uh, let's, let's, well, I guess, yeah. Let's think we thank our sponsor, Panini America, naturally. And our new seasonal sponsor, uh, Little Nero's Pizza. Uh, when you're home alone and need a pie, call these guys. Little Nero's Pizza. Mm. Add a little extra grease on that thing. <laughs> Makes it slide down better. Yeah. Uh, so we have a great show to get today. And, you know, this might be for mature audiences today. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do a race recap. There's a little thing going on Viva Las Vegas. And so we'll cover that. Let me go to my list. Also, Viva Las Vegas Tops had the giveaways, which is the third in the series behind Miami and Coda. We're going to talk about Tops now. They still haven't updated the print runs, and I'll show you what a crappy job they're doing. Tops not now. <laughs> Tops win. Yeah. <laughs> Come see Buyer Beware. Uh, I had an interesting situation happen to me, and I was unaware of this uh, policy, and I will let you all know what's going on so you can uh, be aware of it. We'll give maybe an update on the Rookie Card Hall of Fame. Race Card it, Hall of Fame. Sorry. Racing <laughs> Card Hall of Fame. There we go. Thank you. I was looking at the next one, which is, if we have time, the stocks for TOTS. Date was announced and just give a little bit of information about that. So if you're in the Charlotte area, December 6th, I believe it is, you will want to be at Stocks for Tots if you collect autographs. Wish I could be there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you live right. there. I, I know I got to go out of town, which yeah. really stinks. So. All right, so let's do our shout-outs to Kyle Katz, Skidmarks, High Octane Cards, Pit Road Network, Jason Freeman, and Beans Ball Card Blog for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. Appreciate all the comments in the comment section. Go for you. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're back after being off a week here. Get a little break here. So since we had no races going, but we did have a race last weekend. Uh, depending on what day, <laughs> what time you watched was what day it was. So yeah, you I stayed East up Coast, West it. Coast. Did you? I did, man. I watched and it. Not me. Yeah, I did. It, it was actually a very good race. It was a great race. It it was a good it was a good race. Uh, it was a nail biter, I guess, for <laughs> Sergio Perez, but. Anyway, let's jump into the racing recap. Let's go straight to Formula One. And that was Saturday, November 18th at the Las Vegas Grand Prix. That was uh, 50 laps. And Max Verstappen was our winner. Uh, Charles Leclerc snuck in for second. Sergio Perez came in third. That was a 
was a good race. Like we were saying, you know, that's with Max's five second penalty right there in turn one. I don't know why these guys or why Max, they all feel they need to win the first lap when, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, wait a few left for DRS and then you're gone. So I don't yeah. know. I guess it's the, what have you done for me lately moment? You know, of course, you, you know, can be like Sergio Perez out on our stroll and get now the last corner in the in the race and lose second place to Charles Leclerc. Yeah, at least you still got a podium there. Now, I really the one that I got to bring up is Carlos Sands. I think he got totally screwed. I know it wasn't in the rule book, and he got penalized ten spots for having to change that battery out because uh, the manhole manhole cover, what a water water valve cover. And, you know, that was just, I thought that was, that was wrong. So, but I understand they were how many pages, hundreds of pages in the rule book. There's no rule book in there about, Hey, <laughs> uh, water cover valve messes you up. Uh, you get to work on your car or use yeah, a that, part that wasn't whatever available to you. If, I, I know you've seen the videos of that. That was some, that was a pretty hard hit and you saw the underside of that car. It was tore up. They had, I think they had to replace the monocoque of that car. And, you know, and then take all those other parts and put them in and the battery and basically build almost a new car because yes. that, it was it was completely tore up. And you know, he he had that was a pretty tough hit for him because you could see he was he was visibly shaken by that. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, him having if he would have was he second. Yeah, I think he, he qualified second, but had to finish, had to start whatever it was 11th, 12th. But, you know, just having them up front. I just think it would kind of did a disservice, but I did, I think, see that this is a 10 year commitment. So they'll be back again. I don't know what the deal was with the, Hey, let's ride in the Rolls Royce over to the front of the Bellagio for a little kind of picture in front of the fountains. And then, Hey, we got to go back drink some champagne. So I don't know what that was about. I think that yeah, was, that was weird. It was kind of awkward actually. Yeah. I, I thought so too. Yeah, I mean, they're all sitting there, and Max Max was sitting up front. He, he was raising, you know, I and the other that. two were, were sitting back, you know. It's like, yeah, Max, I don't want to touch these guys. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was kind of awkward. I could have done, I guess, without that. I understand what they were trying to do. I guess it looked a whole lot better on paper, but instead of <laughs> they were all drinking, like, hey, let's have them go out in front of the Bellagio, and we'll have a special fountain sequence for them or whatever. But I didn't realize, so the last time they raced in Vegas was 1982, 1981 or something. It was like 40-something years, 40, 41 years. That was crazy Since for them to revisit there. I think it's like 11 or 12 races have been here, like the most of any country in the U.S. for F1 in, in any one, one time or whatever. So, or over the course of, the, of all the years, we've had the, mo we had the most courses here. Oh, you're talking about the different, different, different types yeah, of venues. Thank you. Different, 11 like, venues or whatever here in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Like Watkins Glen and Indy and, you know, all these other places they've, they've had the races. Yeah. I don't know if you want to, if you have any other comments about it. I got a few more. So with that win over two years, Max has won 33 out of 43 races. That's a 76.74%. His 18 wins is the most ever. Previously, Schumacher had won 11 in 2002 and 13 wins in 2004. And that was an 18-race schedule, and that's, that was a 72.22% win 
record, which is just crazy. Mm-hmm. But if you factor in Max's 18 wins out of 21 races, that's an 85.71% win ratio. <laughs> that is nuts. That's unheard of. That's crazy. And I, we talked about it before. I mean, if this was happening in NASCAR, people would be losing their jobs. I mean, even when Jimmy Johnson won those five championships in a row, he didn't, I don't think he, he didn't win that many during the year. I no. mean, if that makes sense, right? He didn't win 85% of the, of the race or even 70 something percent. So uh, if you're a Max fan, then, I mean, if you're a Lewis Hemel fan, this has got to be excruciating because he hasn't won any in those 43 races. Over the last two years, he hasn't won a race. So Max is at 76.74%. Lewis is at 0%. Jeez, I mean, you You're, go from one to the other. I mean, it's just I know you know we've been I've been following F one here for the last three years. So was that twenty one where they had pretty much the two of them had won almost all the races? But this is just so lopsided here. So mm-hmm. just unbelievable what the <laughs> history we're seeing right now. I don't know if like so when you compare Schumacher's eleven wins in two thousand two and thirteen in two thousand four, and Max has got eighteen. I don't know if we'll ever see this uh, again. Let's hope not. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's true, right? I, we don't want to see this again. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I mean, that's I, a good point. Yeah. I have nothing against Max, but I I want to see different people. I, I would like to see a surprise winner like Logan Sargent, you know, Williams. You know, that would be cool for me. But, you know, I just don't want to see it again. I just don't want to see anything like this again. I hope yeah. next year – I hope it's not – repeat next year i hope that there we have a little bit yeah a little bit more competition yes right so uh i don't know if we have any else you want to talk about the race we'll go talk about his cards here i know we've talked about them quite a bit but um let's get some slides up here so there are some pre 2020 cards there's two in 2016 tops trumps there's a Grand Prix Heroes and a Grand Prix Hilden, which I think were German. And those are what the two fronts look like and the two backs look like for the 2016. Then there's a 2018 and a uh, Topps Trump's Grand Prix Hilden 2. Yep, same then we, pose. Yep. And then we get into 2020. There's a 2020 Tops Now. If you're priced out of the other 2020s, this is a great alternative. It has a print run of just over 4,000, 4,047. I've seen them on Com C for as low as like eight or nine dollars. Uh, not graded, by the way, but I just can't believe what those are going for, how low they are, and considering how do- how ma- how dominant he is. And then when you get into the 2020 tops Chrome. There are 13 cards and one image variation in the set. He has the base number six and then an image image variation on it. And then there's other uh, different cards with winner and driver of the day and stuff like that. There's two insert sets, 54, 1954 World of Wheels and the parallels there. Tracks tags, there's parallels there. There's uh, all the different parallels in Chrome, and there's also 2020 Tops Chrome 
Formula One Sapphire and the parallels there. They mimic the other, the, the Topps Chrome. So you have the image variation and the, uh, and the same exact cards. Uh, there's also 2020 Topps Dynasty Formula One. That's the super high-end with patches and autographs, stuff like that. There's also 2020 Topps F1 official stickers. 11 stickers in the 2020 Topps F1 series. And then also 2020 Topps Turbo Attacks Formula One. 12 cards there's a, there and three limited edition cards. Uh, so those are priced pretty considerably lower than the Topps Chrome. So if you're priced out of some of that other stuff, always uh, collectibles if uh, in your price range. So let me ask you, wasn't Ty freaking Gibbs the uh, highest finishing rookie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see him. I'd love to see some crisscross in the different series, but well, we, I, I don't know if they'd let him or not. Yeah. So Denny Hamlin, uh, some of the celebrities in Las Vegas, I saw a photo of Denny Hamlin. Immediately I thought, Dan Hamlin's looking for somebody to help drive drive one of his cars, right? And Toyota, I'm sure we would would back up the Brinks truck to get Lewis Hamilton, because uh, Danny Hamlin was sitting there, I guess, talking to Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, can you imagine Lewis Hamilton in a NASCAR Cup stock car? Oh my God, the people would just absolutely go nuts. I would go nuts, honestly. I would definitely tune in to watch that and see how yeah. good he is. And imagine him being on a uh, Panini trading card. Oh, my goodness. I didn't <laughs> even think about that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see that. I would love to see him. I mean, because, you know, if anybody can make it happen, Michael Jordan could make it happen. Yeah. So, if Denny, when we say Denny Hamlin, I'm <laughs> Denny, Michael Jordan's the behind, is the muscle behind Denny Hamlin to make it happen. So, and I'm sure Michael Jordan's got all kinds of sponsors that would love to jump on that car um, and oh, pay yeah. Lewis a, probably a pretty penny to try his hand at the stock car. You could have a Toyota stock car sponsored by Mercedes. The Mercedes Toyota Camry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they get past NASCAR approvers for sponsorship. <laughs> I bet they would. I bet they would. I I don't know. I don't know. Do you, do you think something like that would would elevate NASCAR? I think it would. It would. So Las Vegas was at uh, ten o'clock Pacific time, which would correspond to like seven or six or seven a.m. Uh, overseas. I think it was because they were definitely trying to get that viewership. So. Where I'm going with this is that NASCAR would get a lot of um, eyes on that race if it was just a one race. But so yeah, I think Dakota, I'm starting. To, I'm starting the hashtag now. <laughs> hashtag Lewis for Coda or Na Lewis for NASCAR Coda. Okay. <laughs> Try to make it happen. All right, I think that's all we have for racing recap. Oh, uh, next race. Next race is the last race. And that is going to be Sunday, November 26th at the Abu Dhabi. It's going to be 8 a.m. Eastern, 
at the Yaz Marina circuit. That's at race number 22. Now the question is, can, can Max win that or, um, or will anybody else be able to win? He's got the championship. I want to say Sergio Press has got second locked up. He's at 276. And Lewis Hamilton's at 317. So I think he's just too far away, even if Lewis won. Yeah, I don't I don't see Mercedes doing anything at this this track. I'm sure I'm sure. As much as I hate to say it, I'm, I'm pretty sure Max is going to win. So I think it might be a race for fourth place with Fernando Alonso and Carlos Sanz. They're both at my, minus three, 349. Was that? Said Fernando. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So that is and recap. Cool. It was a great race. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it uh, um, quite a bit. So. Like I said, it was kind you. of a nail batter. Because, um, like I said, we they penalized him five seconds, and they the announcer couldn't stop saying that there wasn't a, a, a harsh enough penalty. And then when Max wasn't making up any ground after the pit, then they're saying, oh, maybe it was enough. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. They, they thought at first um, they, they they told Max, they said, man, five five seconds don't worry about it just keep on going and then like you said he wasn't gaining and it's like ooh, this could be interesting yeah it was a good race yeah yeah the uh, the organizers did well i mean they had that snafu with the uh the water cover water hole cover or whatever you want to call it um but past, after that it i think it was smooth sailing for the most part you are correct and they mentioned mentioned it before that that water, you know, losing a water cover or whatever else, it's not something new that's happened in other circuits, other races. So, um, you know, they, I think they dealt with it pretty good because it was not an issue after that. So, yeah, I think they filled it with sand and then with uh, asphalt and paved over the thing. So <laughs> I would not want to be the guys in the public works department for the city of Las Vegas now, because you have to go and dig all that crap back out and put things back the way they were till next year and then do it all over again. So, yep. Yikes. All right. And so speaking of Las Vegas, that was another giveaway for tops. And so this is what, uh, what they look like. And if you remember, Tops had given away cards at Miami, Coda, and Vegas. Uh, this is what they looked like in Miami. And then Coda. Cowboys. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, Logan was wanting slot machines, but we got the stars. We got the glitzy stars in the corner. Yeah, we're driving with the stars. And, and you notice it looks like Lewis is putting on his Mercedes cufflinks there. Yeah, it sure does. It sure I've, got, does. I've got my Mercedes cufflinks for my uniform. So I think there are two card packs. Um, and uh, there, are, there are some on eBay. So this is kind of what you see. Uh, and the checklist... Uh, the, the numbers for the, the so the Miami numbers and coded numbers are correct. The Las Vegas are close. I wouldn't um, 
all the drivers are correct. The some of the numbers might be wrong. Uh, it was hard to find card numbers for some of them, but I was able to confirm all of the drivers. So we have four principles in this uh, series here. So, yep, only six drivers. So you're you're kind of kind of get a little cheated, but in in that's in that set you do get Lewis Hamilton. So yeah, and go. Carlos Sanz, I think, is you know two of the better. Agreed. So, but I, I couldn't find this any information anywhere else. So, uh, and that's why everybody watches the show. So, uh, trying to keep everybody informed. You know, you'd like to think that Tops would publish a checklist. Man, we can't even get him to, to do the Tops Now cards. Tops, so, like you said, Tops win. <laughs> yeah. So let's go check out the Tops win. I think that's what I'm going to start calling it now. So the tops win. So let's see when this comes through. This is just, just I just can't wrap my head around it. So you can kind of see these numbers here on the 60s. Uh, so you see the 64, 63. Oh, they made the, the description so long you can't see. So right, so here's 60 down here, 59, 58. And then we go off the cliff here. 40, 51, 50. So where are the, the high 50s, uh, mid 50s? Uh, nowhere. Where are the 40s? Uh, you know, I don't know, because there's 35 and 34. This has got to be like 36. So like the 30s and 40s and some 50s are missing. I mean, come on. Yeah, I guess it went. Uh, they went with the Yodley guy off of the price is right and went off the cliff for sure. I, I, maybe they fired the guy who does the or lady who does the tops now print runs. Maybe they're on vacation. They had to take all their vacation, but they've been on vacation a long time though. So they've been, they've been on maternity leave or something. <laughs> maybe. And there's like, Hey, you know, you know, Jody used to do that, but you know, Jody's on vacation on maternity leave or bill, bill got fired. I don't know. It, it just, it's not even like one week we're missing some. And I told you, whenever I buy a card, it's a kiss of death. Cause, but you know, in my, I guess my defense, there's whole weeks, months missing. Yeah. That's, that's pretty pathetic, you know, and, and I hate to say this, but I think this is a sign of things to come. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I we have friends over at fanatics and stuff, but I, I just, this stuff just falls to the cracks. Maybe they can hire you Logan to, to do this. I need a job, so yes, <laughs> hire me. <laughs> I'll, so, I mean, I'll take care of it. It just needs some attention to detail and some TLC. That's all. Yeah, it's not hard. It's not rocket science for crying out loud. But this is their selling point, right? Tops, the tops now is like, hey, uh, you you buy the card and it's up for a certain amount of time, and then the print run is to print the order, and then we'll mm -hmm. let you know what the number is. If we remember to post on the print runs or if the guy, you know, or lady is, uh, you know, working, I, I don't know. I, again, this is just so frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's very frustrating. I mean, they, they should have that updated every week or, or at least every time that they have a new print run of tops. Now formula one cards. I mean, here's like, 16, 15, and 17, right? 17. Here's 20, 18, and 19. 26, 25, 24. 
They need to learn how to count. So where's 21, 22, and 23? Black hole. Here's 27. <laughs> hey, forget it. Let's go to 32. Where's 20? So here's 26, 27. So where's 28, 29, and 30? But we got 34, 35, and 33. So it's just, you know, just random... Random luck of finding a print run. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I'm with you. They should do like Panini used to do and at least say this is number one out of 4,783 or whatever. Right. And I think, and, and that, that is a, and a great point is because without the website, you're flying blind. You have no idea how many were made. At least with Panini Instant, they didn't have to keep up with the website. You had the card in your hand, and it told you what the printer was. Not they don't have to be individually numbered, but you know, again, when you look at the back of this card, you all you got is a card number and no print run. So I think if they had the print run on the card, then they wouldn't have to keep up with the site. But yeah, they, but this is their selling point, and, and well, they can't, they're not getting that right. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that when they post these cards up for sale on the Topps website, that they go ahead and print a whole bunch of them ahead of time and have them ready? And that's why we don't we don't get numbers on the cards? Because this if this was true print-to-order, you would have the number of how many were printed on the card. No, that, that would work. But I think the way they do it right now is they print it, and somebody has to come back because they pull it off of this site. So this website here is what's currently available. So there's nothing available and you have to go to this archive. So somebody has to go in, move the image over to the archive page, post the description and look on there, probably inventory or whatever, or the, whatever the, the reports are of how many were printed and put that in the description. Even if they had the card here, Without the print run, you would know what the card even looked like, and at least all the numbers would be there, but you didn't have a print run. So that that's, mm -hmm. doesn't solve the problem, but it partially solves the problem. Right now, I don't know what some cards look like because they're all over the road, and that was yeah. pun intended. <laughs> so, so yeah, Tom, top, Formula One tops win. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to start calling them that too. So I think we've... Uh added a new new phrase to our vernacular here <laughs> yeah hashtag <laughs> tops win all right now let's talk about com c so i had interesting development this week i was minding my own business went out to com c checking cards that were recently added found a card uh it was a 2020 tops f1 chrome I think it was a Osman Octon, as I saw it, and then it was an image variation, right? So, so I purchased it, and it was like I don't know four dollars seventy five cents or whatever it was. Bought it, didn't really meet, think much of it because I don't have any of the of the image variations. So I was like, well, maybe I'll start collecting them. So a couple hours later, I get an email, basically saying, hey, we're taking the card back. And we're going to give you your money back. And also, hey, you might want to check out uh, 
the section where the pricing error protection policy, <laughs> which I was like, I had not heard of the protection pricing policy. So I thought I would share that with everybody. So the pricing error protection basically says we are all human and pricing mistakes can occur. If you discover a pricing typo on an item that sells within three hours of listing, contact us with your intended asking price within 24 hours of the sale, which doesn't make any sense. So contact us with your intended ask price within 24 hours, but it's got to be three hours of the sale. I don't know. And we will determine at our discretion if the transaction requires reversal. Please exercise reasonable caution in all purchases and sales, which I understand about purchases because it doesn't matter. It's really for the seller. Sellers mm -hmm. are limited to one pricing error protection request per month. <clears throat> so I was trying to digest this and look at this. So I believe this is from ComC. So when you sell on ComC, you can have ComC price it or you can price it. Now, I deal with computers every day. I don't trust anybody pricing my stuff but me, mm -hmm. uh, especially when it comes to racing, because I love the folks at ComC, but there's a lot of different racing cards and a lot of different series and stuff, and they don't know it as well as I do, so I don't even want to go there. If I make a mistake, that's on me. Maybe I'm school, old school. <laughs> that's on me, and you know, I, I don't. I just don't trust them the price. So, no, I wouldn't either. So maybe this was a a, a ComC pricing this, and ComC got it wrong, and the seller contacted them, and so ComC pulled the card back. I'm assuming to the seller. And get refunded my money. All I did was visit the website, buy the card, right? And went about my way. So <laughs> the next day I get an email like, hey, were you satisfied or unsatisfied with this transaction? <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wasn't very satisfied. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read I, I guess I can read what I what I put there. What do you think, Logan? Sure, I think it'd be fine. So I said, I had no way, I had no say in this transaction reversal, and I am unsatisfied. This would be unacceptable at a card show. This is a Com C pricing mistake, and the seller should price their own cards. The correct action is the buyer should get the card, and the seller should get some Com C credit amount for the Com C pricing mistake. The current action only penalizes the buyer. As a buyer, why would I trust your prices and ComC site in the future? You know, your current action now gives me pause on using your site. Again, this would be unacceptable at a card show. Yeah, you know, ComC, this policy, they have absolutely no skin in the game. So they have nothing to lose by doing this. And I think that's wrong because if they priced it, then that should be on them. And they should eat that one way or the other, whether or not it's cash or credit or whatever. And like you say, you should have got to keep the card. Yeah. I, all I did was go to the website, buy the card, right? Again, it was, mm -hmm. um, it was a 475 card. I, I don't know what it sells for. It's not thousands. It's not hundreds. Again, prices change. What it is today, what is tomorrow, what is two years from now, totally different. I gave Logan this example before. 1989. 
Robin Rosso. Those were $25, $30 cards at one point. Now you can pick them up all day for probably a dollar or two. So, oh, yeah. I mean, when he passed away, everybody was nuts. And you're right. So times change, prices change. You're right. But so this is really, I'm saying this is not a, necessarily about me. So I think to your point, ComC has no skin in the game. So the seller was trusting ComC to price it, right? So they want to sell the card and they're expecting ComC to price the card. So ComC got it wrong. And the thank, you know, thank God the seller contacted them within the three hour window and they only get one per month. Well, I think that's wrong too. I think if ComC is going to screw up, then there should be unlimited. Mm -hmm. And the, to your point, ComC has no skin in the game in this. There's no, there's no reason for them to get any better. Right. So, because if they, if there was a penalty for ComC, so say, let's say it's a $25 card, ComC should have paid him $25, right? Right. So I get the card or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Or so I'm just throwing it out. Right. So right. I get the card. I paid, you know, whatever is five bucks for it. The, the, the seller should get the $25 because that's what it's worth or whatever. ComC should give him the credit for that. ComC should now say, hey, you know, we need to do better. And they shouldn't be a one per month. Right. So I, I think this is um, this is just protecting Com ComC and not not sellers. And then as a buyer. Uh, when you buy a card, I guess wait three hours and see if you can own it or not. <laughs> that, that's sad when you think about it. Um, you know, I did not know that. I mean, I didn't either until you alerted me about it earlier today. I had no clue this even was going on. Yeah, so buyer beware on ComC. You know, we got friends that work at ComC or whatever. I, you know, I, I don't agree with this policy, and like I said, it's not because of the card. I kind of can care less a card, but it does make me pause buying stuff on com c now it's like well if i find a good deal is it too much too good of a deal what's a good deal what what's the right range i mean if i go to a card show and somebody prices their card out and hey wait, 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 let me find the guy in the card show you know he bought somebody buys the card and i hunt him down within three hours and come back to the table i'll give you money back yeah no that's not that's never gonna happen so i you know i look at com c as a as a kind of a online card show and uh, maybe that's wrong for me to, to look at it. But um, if that's the case, I can just go to Beckett Marketplace or whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, maybe they have price and protection over there, too. So uh, super disappointed in this uh, policy by ComC. I just think uh, it protects ComC. doesn't really protect the buyer. If he would have been uh, late and not contacted me, or if he had a prior one, and this was here to use his one up for the month. <laughs> he's SOL. Yeah, he, he, he sure would be. So I don't think there should be a limit. I think there should be a penalty for Com C for pricing this stuff or get out of the pricing business, Com C. They yeah, they need to because like you say, if, if they make enough mistakes, they're going to get better or they're either going to say, Hey, we're not pricing cards anymore. Right. Like I said, I maybe it's because I'm old school and I don't want anybody pricing my stuff but me. So, you know, what if I price something and I forget about it and then it sells too low? Is that on me or can I contact ComC and say, hey, I priced this three years ago, whatever. And this guy had a, you know, in the triple crown or something. I want to increase my price, but it sold before I could do it. I mean, yeah. So I guess all sales are not final. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and buyer beware. So you got to, yeah. so when you buy something with ComC, start that stopwatch for three hours. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. like, I could not believe it.
So, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I understand, I understand, but I was like, again, Compsy has no skin in the game. Yeah, that's that's the big that's the big rub I have with this. That was my, uh, I guess, my little rant there uh, about <laughs> that, and, and something I discovered I didn't know. Again, Comc has been modifying their website and jockeying with the user IDs and passwords and protections and user agreements and all that stuff. So you know they must be getting tagged or bulking up on their uh, lawyers. They must have to use their um, um, what's that? Uh, Retainer money, so yeah, <laughs> for the user agreements. Anyway, so that's all I got on that. I don't know if you have anything else to add on that. No, I think I've said my piece. Okay, me too. Like I said, uh, we got folks that you know, friends that work ComC, so it has nothing to do with them. It's just you know, it's policy here that uh, I, I think is wrong. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Rich and all them. Stephen, they and yep, Stefan and Angela and all them. They don't. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Next, the Racing Card Hall of Fame. We have uh, a few more what weeks left for the nominations. Yeah, December second is uh, the end of nominations, so you can nominate up to December second. Uh, we've gotten a lot of nominations so far. I will say I'm not because I don't want to sway anybody's nominations, but I will say that a lot of the cards that you would expect to be nominated are being nominated. So that's to me, that's really cool. That's that speaks volumes as to uh, what we think as well. So I'm glad to think that all of us out there are pretty well like minded when it comes to what what the really, really good racing cards are. So hopefully it's not just NASCAR, it's other sports as well. Other yeah, yeah. Uh, other different motorsports. Yes, yes. We've we've had several different other motorsports. I've got the I've got actually I'm I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at uh Looking at the actually Google's really nice. They 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 give it to you in a spreadsheet so I can see who nominee one is, nominee two, and so on and so forth. So I can see all these. And once we have them all, then we're gonna I'll do a tally and we'll see which ones are the most popular, and then we'll take it from there and then we'll finalize the list. Right. And I do, I do not know the list. So no, Val has not seen it. He does not know what it looks like. I am the only one who has yeah, seen it. It's uh you're it, so tag i'm it so yeah um you know if you guys have not done it yet uh go there's on out time. there to, yeah there's still plenty of time um we've got have you got a link that you can show them val or, uh, you know, let's see. I, I don't know if you've got that graphic yes there you go all right yeah so you pull out your phone if you're on youtube and let me I think this, I know it works. I know I did it before. Yeah, so you can do the QR code, and or if you don't don't use the QR code, you can go to https uh, http yeah https colon slash bit dot slash rchof cards and get there and, and make your nominations that way as well. Yeah, the links above the uh, QR code. Yeah, and don't forget the password is RCHOF all caps. Yes, right there in the in the base of the, or the neck of the cup. Password RCHOF all uppercase. Yes. Tell your friends. So, yeah. So Go we're excited time. about this. So let, let me kind of get, tell you guys in case you don't know. After we do all the nominations, we're going to pretty much take the month of December 
you know, analyze all the data. We're going to have our committee. We're going to talk about which ones we want to have on the ballot. We will create the ballot. And then at the beginning of the year, right after the new year, uh, we will publish the ballot to where you can actually vote for your favorite cards. And, and each person can vote for up to 10 cards. And we are going to be using Google Forms on that as well. So it will tally everything for us. So we'll know, you know, once it ends, we will know exactly who the winners are and who the new uh, inductees will be for the Racing Card Hall of Fame. Awesome. We'll get the chat GBT going on it, do the number crunching, put a little machine learning on it, and then we'll unveil the... I'm going to spray a little WD-40 there on there a little bit, and we'll be good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Excited for that, so... Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, and of course, we'll have a website. Here. So if you want, if you want to go out and see kind of what you would call maybe the rules or whatever of how we're going to do all of this, you can actually go to racingcardhof.com. And that's, uh, it's actually directs you to um, a page on, on the NASCAR radio website, but you can use that URL racing card hall H excuse me, racingcardhof.com. Yeah, I was going to share it real quick. I was pulling that up. So Val has the technology. So yeah, there it tells you, it tells you, uh, gives you an introduction, talks about the committee nominees and how we're going to go about doing this. And this is going to be an ongoing yearly, um, I guess a, a yearly I don't know, don't know the word I want to say there. The annual process. Yeah, an annual process, an annual deal where we uh, induct. We will be inducting ten cards each year going forward. That's great. So that's kind of what the uh, page looks like. The racing card hof.com. Yep. So cool. So vote, vote early, vote often, or not? <laughs> no, you don't <laughs> want everybody. You want everybody to vote one time, right? Nominate early, nominate often. No, okay, just, just one time would be nice. All right. Then one more thing. It looks like we maybe have a few minutes for this. Uh, just for the folks that are in or planning to be in the Charlotte area in December. I think it was December 5th. The Stocks for Tots annual um, get-together or uh fun fundraiser i guess you would say for right. donations they have lots of drivers celebrities uh coming for the autograph session and so that's a, as a october 16th I'm looking to see where we are here. So it's put on by the North Carolina Auto Racing Hall of Fame. Um, so they're they're doing that through them, but Stocks for Tots is the organization. I've been a few years. If you're a autograph person, then you something you will not want to meet. I mean, I want to miss, and you'll get to meet uh, all these uh, drivers. There's a massive list. Uh, I think it's like 50, 75. And, you know, it's all on availability. But this is something that happens each year. So if you can't go this year, you might, you know, want to plan to come next year. 
as well. Um, I think it's a $20 cash donation, and that will get you um, uh, entry into this. And so they are changing some of the rules, actually, I think for the better. So it's going to be the, let's see, this is for the 22. Oh, man. So I would imagine this is still... When did this put out? This put out in 22. But basically, uh, no wagons, carts, or pull behinds. And that limiting also the no more than three autographs per celebrity. Um, so I just wanted to kind of give everybody an overview of that. So here is, this was on the October 16th as a list. So more updates on this event. But Bobby Allison, Donnie Allison, uh, Greg Anderson, Johnny Benson, Bill Bill Blair Jr., uh, Jerry Cook, uh, Hall of Famer, Kim yep. Coon, Matt DiBenedetto, uh, Bobby Dodder, Kelly Earnhardt Miller, Wyatt Earnhardt Miller, Kerry Earnhardt, Tony Uri Jr., Jeff Fuller, Joey Gase, Greg Galding, Kyle Harvey, Doug Hubbard, uh, Ron Hornaday Jr., NASCAR Hall of Famer, Rick Houston, Dale Inman, Hall of Famer, Winston Kelly, looking at Kevin LePage, some of the ones that I know, uh, Dave Marcus, Rick Mast, Jeremy Mayfield, Jerry Nadu, Ryan Newman, uh, I was just thinking he was what one of the uh, 75 greatest drivers. Steve Parks, Todd Parrott, Renee Perks for Miss Winston Cup, Tex Powell, Will, pa Will Power. <clears throat> Man, I'm I'm hating. I'm gonna miss this. David Reagan, uh, Shona Robinson, who's some uh, Seagraves, Colbert Seagraves. Sharon Spake, uh, Ryan Vargas, Steve Steve Wade, Mike Wallace, Humpy Wheeler, Dick Wittenhouse, but he cannot make it. Deb Williams, Waddell Wilson, NASCAR Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's like six Hall of Famers right there. NASCAR Hall of Famers plus Hall of Famers from other different Halls of Fame. So it, it's it's for twenty bucks. Yeah, so for twenty bucks. Anyway, so I just wanted to, um, if I, because I've been a few times, I uh, try to mention when it's coming up. I was a little late this year, but it's usually in that first week of December, I believe. So, uh, if it's not on your radar this year, you might want to put it on your radar next year. So, it's on my so, radar next year. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The biggest thing I remember when I went a few times is, you know, because you have that list, start getting cards for everybody. Not everybody has cards, um, but a majority do. And and then, you know, getting a few cards for each person. And then because um, <laughs> I don't think they're in alphabetical order. So it's like trying to go here, go, you know, and, and you're searching through your list, whatever. So if you're in the front, I was, I think it was in, you could, they had an upgrade where it was like a hundred dollars or 75 hours. You can get to the front of the line so you, you can go through, uh, which I would recommend that if you have the means for that. Um, yeah, so I think that, that VIP is sold out. I think Tim Mousey Mal 
told me that uh, they okay. were sold out. Yeah, so if you can get the the VIP, that's the way to go. But because uh, sometimes, depending, you know, that line builds up, and so they try to speed it along. But those drivers are there for I don't know how much, an hour or two or whatever it is, and then they start peeling off. So if you're at the back of the line, you might not get everybody. So true. But it's a great, it's a good, great cause. Uh, it's a good time. And uh, I think it's that a new. I think last year was the first time they moved venues. But sometimes they have sheet metal for sale. Uh, they used to have it at the NASCAR Technical Institute or whatever it was when I went. And they had sheet metal and stuff like that from some of the different race teams. So, again, it's it's pretty good. I definitely put it on your radar to say you did it or to do it and uh, you'll enjoy it. So Yeah, it's uh, shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> if there's... You can get a lot of autographs real quick. Yeah, so you know the list is subject to change, so you know you have to kind of give and take with with that. But, um, like I said, I, I know when I went, you know Bobby Allison and Richard Petty, and sometimes Dale Earnhardt Jr. goes, Richard Petty will go. So you just have to depend on you know the year and in their schedule. So this is Rex White used to be on that the first time I went through, and I was like, there's a little guy and he signs it and he put like, uh, what did he put? He, he put, oh 1960 champ. Mm -hmm. I was like. I looked it up. That's Rex White. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a NASCAR champion there. So again, you know, yeah, my, my famous, early, yeah. yeah my, well now, now a hall of famer before that he wasn't a hall of famer yet. And I was like, you know, I was, I was learning my NASCAR history. Uh, <laughs> so that was really cool. So again, I, you know, I saw that uh, there. So anyway, I'm blabbering on this. Um, all right. I guess that's all we got uh, for that. Oh, you got more. Okay, good. Yeah. We've got one more thing. Ken Squire. Yes. Shoot. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure everybody knows by now that Ken Squire passed away on Wednesday, November 15th, and he was 88 years old. So, you know, I, I like to say that he had a good run, which he really, really did. Um, I also want to say that if NASCAR had a voice, it was Ken Squire for sure. Uh, he was a master storyteller. And, you know, he created a lot of verbal masterpieces of many of NASCAR's greatest moments. You know, because it's like, especially like the 1979 Daytona 500. And there's a fight. You know, that's nobody forgets that one. Um, of course, he was inducted into also inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame in 2018, which he is the only, you know, I would say like person from the media or press that's in the Hall of Fame. As far as you know, the Hall of Fame, not not one of the the, the other awards like the um, the Barney Hall Ken Squire Award. Which I was just saying, yeah, that's really cool. Is that he had that? They had that first before he was in the. He got inducted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and both Val and I have met him a couple times. He was super nice guy. Super nice guy. Yeah, we um, were we were there for his induction ceremony, and uh, he yeah he just had a way with words. He was you know, fantastic. And, you know, he told the story of starting at the uh, radio station. I think it was in Vermont. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like I said, really uh, nice, super great, nice guy. And just, just had a way with words. Yeah. I don't think he ever forgot a face. He forgot names, but he never forgot faces. So he yeah. would remember you. So yeah. he was, he was a super nice guy. And, and his, by the way, his rookie card is in 1991 max. 
So if you want to go find a Ken Squire rookie card, you can. So rest in peace, Mr. Squire. We're going to miss you. Definitely. He's one of kind. Mm-hmm. Need more like it, like that. Yes, we do. All right. So what we got next, man? Are, are we Have we got everything done? I think so. I'm looking the checklist over here. I think we got we hit it all. All right. Cool, man. So uh, is it time to roll that beautiful bean footage? It is. Here we go. Go for it. All right. We've got two weeks of King's Court because we, of course, we weren't on last week. So I went through the last two weeks to get this week's list. So we're going to start out with our honorable mention number one. This was on the 15th of November. Dale Earnhardt Sr., 1999 Press Pass Authentic Signings on Card Autograph. It's out of 400. And they were asking $499.99 for this card, which is an awesome card. And they settled on a best offer of $375. That's a pretty good deal, I think. I think that's a great deal. I think somebody did very well buying that card. Yeah, that just presents nice. That classic Earnhardt image. Otto's pretty good. Yeah, Otto's pretty good. It looks like his Sharpie was starting to dry up just a little bit. But you know the car was a bargain price there for that. Shoot, yeah, man. I think three seventy five was a, was a steal. So uh, just throwing this in here, if folks don't know, um, anything pre nineteen ninety eight, so nineteen ninety seven and earlier, pack certified cards, uh, PSA will not authenticate them. It has to go through the autograph authentication. But anything from nineteen ninety eight on can. Um, will be graded and you don't have to go through the autograph authentication. So where I guess we're going with this is uh, you don't have to pay the, the, what is it? 35, 50 bucks, whatever for autograph yeah. authentication. Cause this is a 1999. Yeah. They'll just say authentic. Yes. Yeah. So you can get this card graded and not have to go through the autograph authentication part. So it's a bonus. Yes, it is. So that's really cool. So yeah, that's a great card, man. I love that card. Yeah. It's a great price. All right, so next, honorable mention number two. This was on the 12th of November. It's a 2010 five-star Jimmy Johnson Chevy logo patch relic, and it says auto booklet one of one. This actually went out for bidding, and it only got one bid, and it went for $624.99. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so like six fifty dollars was shipping. Yeah. So you don't see a five star much. No, you don't see much five star. I mean, I don't know how much press pass made to that, but I don't think it was a whole heck of a lot. Uh, in fact, it was pretty pricey back then. I, I don't even remember. I, did I even bought it? They a box were, yeah, they were $500 a box. Yeah, I did not buy a box of that. I won a box. Yeah, you did. You won a box. You did good. That's a, yeah, that's a story for another day. Yeah, but yeah, we'll I won a box. Thing. Yeah, that's from 2011 Fanfare, yeah. So, mm -hmm. But, hey, you know, Jimmy Johnson, 101, old school, press pass, nice big Chevy logo. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty cool card. I, I like that Chevy logo on there. That looks nice. Very cool. So congrats to whoever got that one. All right, so next, 
and this is going to be really weird. This is our Joker of the Week. This was on the 10th of November. <laughs> Piggy Banks Hamilton Akira custom card of Lewis Hamilton, one of one canvas parallel. Okay, this is a custom card. Just keep that in mind. Uh, you see, it says limited edition and all that. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's on canvas and everything. I don't know who Piggy Banks is, and it looks like they've slabbed their own cards. But uh, like I said, it is pretty cool. It's got that gold wing Mercedes there with Lewis Hamilton. But they were asking six hundred dollars for this card. Guess how much the the best offer was? I don't even know. I don't know if I hundred bucks. Keep going, man. Two hundred. Keep going. Four hundred. Ding 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 ding. Four hundred bucks. Oh my goodness. We are in the wrong business. business. Yeah, yeah, you read my mind. Yeah, forget yeah. about Com C. Let me make some other stuff. Let me go. Let me go scribble on some cards and and use my sharpie, and um, I could probably make more money that way. Unbelievable. Okay, but it's pretty cool. But still, it's... it it is neat. But uh, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm. Yeah, and look at that the flip on there. It's it's canvas also. So you can you can tell that that this is their own deal where they're he's encapsulating his own stuff. He's got one of one on the back. You see he signed it and all that on the flip. And so it looks like, it looks it like it's back. encased, but then it also encased. It looks like it's double encased. Right? So from the back, you have You have the square pieces, and then you have the round on the inside of it. Yeah, and I, that's a and that's holding the canvas piece. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's hard hard for me to tell. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, very interesting. I don't know if he's got permission from Lewis Hamilton on that or not. Yeah, you he think does. he's paying a lot of money for that? No, I I didn't look I to see if there was any copyright anywhere. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't see any. And I don't know what certificate is. It's just the piggy bank social club. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna uh, have to do some more investigating on piggy banks and see what, yeah, see what that's all about. That that's uh, that's gonna be going in his piggy bank. Yeah. All right. Really all right. So let's head on to the next one. Our Jack of the Week. This was on the 20th of November. 2022 Panini White Sparkle Prism NASCAR Racing number 92 Chase Elliott Auto one of one, and it's a PSA 10, and it went out for bidding, dude. As you can see, it landed at 405 dollars with 15 bids. So, what do you think about this? I think this is a good price. I think so too, because it's a PSA 10. It's a one of one, but not only is it one of one, it's an auto one of one. Yeah. So it's not just like a, you know, a base card one on one. It's yeah, and he's a future Hall of Famer. He's a NASCAR champion. And so, he had his, he had his shoulder or arm fixed, so next year he's going to win the championship, right? We're expecting great things for him from him next year. Yeah, everybody is. If you listen to to Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, people call in, man. They're just wanting him to do good. Because he's the most popular driver, of course. Yeah, he's a good kid. Yeah, so cool card, man. I like that. I like those white sparkles. I guess that came out of NT. It did. 
last year. I mean, I, I've never pulled an auto out of a, a white sparkle NT pack. That would be cool. Now, I didn't think about it, but I have. It was Ryan Newman. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good, man. Yeah. So That's cool. All right, let's keep it moving. All right, keep moving. Uh, our queen of the week. This was on the 20th of November. It's a 2022 Prism NASCAR. Tony Brydinger Instant Impact Black Prism 1 of 1. Yet again, another PSA 10. And it almost looks like something my son would write. Invest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got four bids. It did get four bids, and it went for $306.99. Yeah, well, we know about her influencer uh, list. If you uh, We covered the most influential women racers a few weeks ago. She's on the list, so. Yeah, she's bigger than Haley Deegan on, on, on the influencer list. Yeah, so uh, next year's going to be a big year for her, so this could be uh, – it's a three hundred six. It's a, that instant impact. Instant impact. Easy for me to say. It's a good looking card. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I, I like that card a lot. So, not too bad, I think, at three hundred six. Yeah, I think. Well, you know, her stock is on the rise, so I, I think that's probably not a bad price. It's a PSA ten, so it, and it is a PSA ten. All some, right, some, some slab fire. All right, so our king of the week. This was on the 13th of November. It's a 2020 Topps Dynasty F1 George Russell patch auto number one of 10. That's what it says. And this card went out for bidding. And it ended up at $3,045 with 24 bids. Yeah. So on one hand, I'm like, man, $3,000. But then I just dawned on me that I think the 2020 Tops Dynasty Formula One boxes were like five grand. Yeah. So somebody lost. <laughs> so, it's just unreal. This is a one of 10 George Russell, which, you know, I got to say he has more upside than downside right now. I think, you know, he he's got some good days ahead of him. So. Mm -hmm. um, three thousand. It's not graded, um, but it's a good looking auto. Yeah, the auto looks great. Um, he signed he's in the right place, that, huh? Yeah, he signed in the right, right place. place. Yeah, and the the numbering is is a um, is a palindrome one or zero one one zero, which okay. is also okay. binary. And then and then look at look at the patch. That's also binary one zero one. Yeah, so I guess they left money on the table. They should have put a one-on-one -on -one and <laughs> Tyler worked on them. Zeros. Yeah. So but, if you uh, did the one zero one, that's a binary five. So pretty cool. <laughs> okay, and there's a five in in the number in the price. So yeah, and then uh, what what to zero one one zero is what that is six. So so five and six. Okay. So yeah, I know we're getting crazy with this, but it's still a cool card. I think it, it is, is very nice. It's very nice. Yeah. So, like I said, I think his stock is—I don't know that it's on the rise like Lando Calrissian Norris, but uh, he's getting there. All right. All right. So next up is our Ace of the Week. This is our one of one. This is on the twelfth of November. It's a twenty twenty one National Treasures Racing Jeff Gordon Cut Signature Booklet. It says SP number one of one, of course, is what it says in there. 
They were asking $899.99 for this one. And guess what happened, Val? Somebody clicked it. Somebody went, click, you're right, and bought it for $899. So I'm not a big fan of those lithograph pencil autographs. Yeah, that one looks kind of smudged to me. I, I don't I don't think that one's the, the greatest one. Yeah, some of them look really nice because I've got a lot of those cut autos and they look great. But this one, it, it's it may be typical Jeffy Poo, you know, just kind of hurry up and just do it. Yeah, I don't know, but you know those red lithographs came out in '98, so that was a while ago. Was it like 25 years? Yeah, and I don't know, you know, maybe they're all sitting on each other and and some of that rubs uh smear some of that pencil but yeah i'm not a not a super big fan of those lithographs but i know people are so i'm you know i see the some of the lithograph there of the dupont of the picture of him that they cut off to put the yeah uh, but you know 900 bucks man that's some serious change right there for jeffy poo yeah it is a one-on-one it's pretty cool now you know you would think here's the only problem i have with it okay it's a one of one let's put a really cool patch in there for the one of one yeah let's don't have a tire for god's sakes yeah i would agree with you there i would have for one of one i would have liked uh part of dupont or hendrick or something some yeah, of that fire yeah. off of that uh sleeve there yeah oh yeah now that would be cool because that'd be multicolor that'd be awesome yeah i mean it's a one of one so yeah, so let's, let's treat it like a one-on-one. Agreed. Let's put a little extra effort in there and make it a real good one-on-one. But anyway, pretty cool card, nine hundred bucks. Man, I I don't know that I paid that for that, but you know, congrats to whoever got it. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, but um, congrats to the buyer and seller. Yep. All right. Lastly, our royal flush of the week. This was on the 9th of November. And this is a 2021 Topps Chrome F1 Sapphire Red Oscar Piastri, number two of five. It's a PSA nine, and it went out for bidding, and it ended up at $3,431 with 21 bids. Wow. Yeah. He's showing some flashes of brilliance, so. He is. And so this so, is 21. This is a rookie. Yeah, it's a nice looking card, too. I mean, I like that. Um, it's not orange, but it's pretty nice. That sapphire, yeah. It's not orange. You know, we've seen a ton of orange lately. Right, and that's where I was going. But, yeah, that I think that image pops on that uh, red burgundy background. Agreed. So that's a nice looking card. That's a real nice looking card. Um, again, I'm not a player in, in this market of these high-end F1 cards, but uh, congrats to whoever got it, man. Yeah, I'd rather do, let's say, the high end, like Ty Gibbs or whatever, for like 200 bucks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, I can definitely see the allure attraction for him. Uh, like I said, we're starting to see some flashes of brilliance in, during the races with him. So it's just a matter of time. Uh, yeah. If, if we had a, had a little bit more parity in Formula One, you know, who knows what could happen? Yeah, if somebody wasn't winning 76% of the races. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
pretty. But was he the one who was supposed to be in Red Bull? But then they said they were going to go out on their own. I think it was him. I don't remember. Or I, was I, it Logan Logan Sargent? I think it was. I think it was him. Imagine him running a Red Bull car. Oh my gosh! The the freaking card world would go nuts. Oh yeah, no kidding. So that because like anything you know we talked about before. I'll just talk to us real quick. NASCAR and F1, you know, we don't have the, the number of players like baseball, football, where, you know, you have a bigger pool of rookies coming in and out. In NASCAR F1, we just don't have the massive amount of rookies coming in and out. So it's a smaller pond, uh, smaller speculating kind of pool. So. Uh, at least in NASCAR, we have trucks and Xfinity, so we can kind of we see them coming. So, but yeah. again, we don't have a massive amount of turnover every year. No, that's new blood. The, that, that's the big difference between us and the stick and ball sports, for sure. Yeah, so we don't have those lasting uh, bull runs there each year. So, mm-hmm. but he's definitely um, destined for greatness. I think we'll see. I think so too. Yep. So uh, yeah, that's it. That's uh, this week's King's Court. Awesome. All right. All right. Um, uh, there's one thing that we haven't talked about yet that we probably, unfortunately, need to mention. Okay. Chronicles. Oh. Yeah. Let me see. Do I have a? We don't know what's going on with the Chronicles. The the news is not good from what we heard today. Yeah. um, Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm assuming that pushes NT back as well. Yes. It's going to push everything else back. So I guess it's, it's good news, bad news. Bad news is we're not getting anything new. But if we knew about this, we know about this before Black Friday, (laughs) you allocate some money to some Black Friday deals. That's true. So, yeah, what we heard today was Chronicles is not going to hit on the 29th of November. Uh, the The date is to be determined now. So we're back to the be determined status. So we don't know. I don't. It's sounding from the, the tone of what I heard today is it may not be this year. Maybe get Misha on next week and uh, maybe he can clarify some stuff for us or we maybe he can tell what. Tell us what he can tell us, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and from what we understand, this a lot of this is out of Panini's control. So I'm just going to leave it there. You guys can probably figure out maybe what might be going on with the packout process. I, I don't know if that's it because we were not told that's what it was. This is pure speculation on my part. Well, I'm going to go one part, too, and say that it seems like I'm on the Tops email list or whatever it is, and it seems like they got a new release every day. They do. I mean, if you listen to these other podcasts and they talk about new releases, it's like every day there's like a new Tops something, something, something coming out. I, I'm on this list, and it's like it's Chrome update. It's regular update. It's, I don't know, archives. It's I... Well, then you've got – then you've got – the soccer releases and you've got not just the men's, but the women's. And then you've got all these other things that they're doing as well. And it's like literally almost every day they have something. So that means they're packing out. Toss is packing out stuff constantly. 
Yeah, I was going to say, there was an F1 release. We didn't see it in the U.S. It was out of the U.K., so maybe we'll cover that next week or not, or maybe in two weeks. Um, oh, that reminds me. Um, we're going to try to shoot for a live show. Um, what we say? December 8th. Yeah, that's a Friday, right? Friday night. Yeah, so, and we plan on having some giveaways, too, during that show. During It'll be a live show. We will get to talk with all of our, our great, great listeners and our great viewers, I should say, not, not necessarily li listeners. So that'll yeah, so be we'll, a lot of fun. We'll have a live show. We'll be in the chat. Uh, I don't know if it takes bring some people on or not, if they want to come on. Probably most people don't. They just want to be in the chat. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll do some live giveaways, and we'll have a good time. We'll talk. Uh, the, the F1 season will be over. Everything will be over. Uh and um, we'll be looking forward to 2024. So it's Yeah, it's got to be a better year for sure. <laughs> Definitely. So, but uh, anything else? I guess that's it. So, yeah. So Chronicles, we don't know for sure yet. I just know it's uh, been waved off, I guess, for the 29th. So, yeah, sad, sad, but, but true. You know, that's what we were told. And like I said, I think it's, it's out of Panini's hands. Um, cause the pack out facilities are, from what I understand, and I may be wrong, but from what I understand are owned by other companies and that or another company, which is, I think a competitor of Panini. Well, all I know is like, maybe I'll go and do a reorder of, uh, 2018 certified blasters. Yeah. I, I think now you're right. I'm going to reallocate what little funds I've got right now to probably getting maybe some, torque blasters or something because i've got the certified blaster yeah so i got a piece of that if you miss i think it was a lot two weeks episode last episode which was two weeks we talked about black friday and the deals going on so um there's stuff out there blow out that five hours of blaster uh, i don't think you can beat that that's a whole lot of fun for five bucks so yeah it's better than a five dollar foot long, which is not even five dollars anymore. I think it's a six or seven dollar foot long now. <laughs> might be eight dollar foot long now, but uh, anyway, it's more like like a five dollar half half a foot long. So yeah, All right, sure. now we digress. So uh, I guess that's it, right? Nothing else. Um, uh, Ken, do, do it. Shoot it. Hashtag skin marks and hashtag slab fire and Todd freaking Gibbs. All right, hashtag tops win. Yeah, tops win. <laughs> All right. So uh, for me, Logan, thanks for watching, hanging in there uh, for the show today. Hopefully you learned a few things and uh, you do not want to miss next week. Uh, I think we're going to shoot and have uh, Misha on and, uh, and whatever else. Um, I guess we have F1 race coming up here. So one race to go. Yep. And um I guess that's it. We're out of here. That's it. No more. Everybody have a safe weekend. And I'm trying to think when we're going to release this. I guess we release this on Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Early release. Yep. And um, have a safe for those folks in the U.S. Have a safe holiday. And uh, we also have a safe weekend. And I'm looking for here. <laughs> The, the out video. Oh my mm -hmm. goodness! Take a week off, man. And 
Yeah, it all goes to hell. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate everybody watching, listening to the podcast in the U.S., in Hong Kong, Germany, uh, U.K., Russia, Russia, and folks in Florida and South Carolina and, and everywhere else in between. If we haven't didn't mention your state, we do appreciate it very much. Leave a comment. Uh, leave a comment. We'll give you a shout out. And uh subscribe to the channel and we'll freak out so yeah <laughs> so again for me and logan we appreciate it very much and i'll stop rambling and we will see you next week <laughs>